You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to Wealth Talk. This Wealth Talk podcast is a podcast for us to get insight from people who are experienced in wealth and wealth is well-being there's a focus 11 as shared in the map book 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth right and as you go into programming you learn more you'll know more about the focus 11 but a few of those aspects are business financial relationship and contribution and Drew McLanny is here with us today and he actually has specialized in that. I've known him for quite a bit, quite a good time and he's a good person and I wanted to have him here on our Wealth Talk. This is actually our first episode that we're doing for Wealth Talk podcast. Drew, thank you for coming. Thank you, Richard. I'm really excited. Yes, yes. So, and, and Drew, you actually been involved with over 100 flips in properties, right? Mm-hmm. So. First, before we get into all of that, I want to go back, you know, where were you born? You know, what was it like growing up? You know, tell us a little bit more about the history. So, um, I was born in India. Okay. Um, I, uh, I was about 13 years old when we, uh, when we moved to Canada um, and uh, made it our home. Mm-hmm. Um, before coming to Canada, I mean, I was still in, I, I grew up in a boarding school. Yeah. Um, so. That's when a lot of, uh, you know, learning came in where um, I was very independent, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, your parents are not really there uh, in a boarding school to, like, you know, take care of you and, you know, you got to learn on your own. Yeah. Uh, you know, waking up in the morning, getting dressed out, you know, making sure. How old are you at this time? Uh, so I was, I would say, uh 10, seven, sorry, seven or eight when I okay. went to boarding school. Okay. Um, so that was for about four or five years. And, mm. um, and so, I mean, uh, that taught me a lot of things, uh, you know, in terms of just, you know, learning things and just being independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know. Boarding school is kind of like military little bit. So that's where you have to get up, fix your bed, and, and do certain things like in order kind of. Kind yeah, of like yeah, somewhat, right? Uh, where, you know, you are basically responsible for your actions mm-hmm. um, and you know your, your teachers are there but it's like it's 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 like you're growing up with just friends around you mm-hmm. and you're learning from each other and just you know growing out in that kind of environment right so I mean that's how um, it started off um, and how long were you there for I was there about four to five years okay um, and uh, so to about 12 or 12 years old yeah okay. like up till like 12 or 13 okay so right after that we we moved to canada oh wow um, okay yeah, so, yeah, so so while you're in boarding school were you staying at boarding school or you're going back and forth like 
to home like where so so going uh, going to home was like once a year oh wow okay so majority of the time we would just spend with the you know being in the in the boarding school and just uh you know staying there oh wow okay and then after the boarding school you came straight to canada yeah so okay talk to that. talk a little more about that like how, what was what happened there uh so basically uh, my parents i mean they applied to uh um to be in Canada mm -hmm. um, and uh, they put an application back in like year 2000 mm -hmm. so I mean they really didn't hear back from you know from the government of Canada up to like eight years after that oh wow so it's kind of like they even forgot about it that they, they even applied okay uh, so it came around 2008 where you know um, it came to a point where they, they, they came to know about you know all the immigration stuff and they're like okay you know what Let's give it a shot. Um, at the time, my dad was already uh, running a business in India, and um, it was a very tough decision uh, for my for my family to make you know make a move from uh, where we were we were already established. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, going back to like my family history, we my great grandfather, and you know, basically centuries ago, they were always been in business. Okay, so it's like. From a business family, well-established family, moving into like you know, basically you're setting up a new foundation to a different yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. It was a very different experience, mm -hmm. even uh, for my parents. I mean, you know, leaving behind their family and friends, mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, for us, it was, for me and my brother, it was a lot more easier because we were already in a boarding school, so it was like we're yeah. still kids, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for us, I mean, um, it was easy, but at the same time. Uh, moving into a country where you know language is different, yeah. um, you know cultural values are different, and things like that. It was, it was tough in the beginning, but yeah. then we came at such a young age that it was it was okay for us to adjust. So you said your dad was running a business mm -hmm. in India, and then you guys moved over here, like, and it took eight years for the process, and so like. Why would your dad want to make that move? Like, I'm, I'm curious, if he had it established in India, why did he want to come to Canada? I mean, there were a lot of uh, reasons. Um, I mean, from, from just the, my dad has always been a visionary. Okay. So he was thinking in, in a way where, how it's going to turn around for the future generations. Because mm. the way things are moving in India, I mean, you know, no doubt we love our, our country mm. and everything. But just the uh, a lot of things didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, just the crime that okay. was going on, and um, even the population. Like there's probably yeah, like, like a lot of people there. So a lot of the same businesses are going. Yeah, on like business-wise, it was it was good for yeah. us. But in terms of uh, having the quality of life, wasn't mm -hmm. there. That's okay. that's, that's okay. how I would okay. break it. Like yeah. you know, break it down to yeah, yeah, yeah. the quality of life mm -hmm. wasn't there. Where you know. Um, for future generations, it's not it's not that great of a place. Yeah, there's uh, there's less opportunity over yeah. here. There's more opportunity. So as it grows, you guys are more established. Yeah, like still you have, young in Canada. Yeah, right? so you have a lot more opportunities yeah. here mm -hmm. versus back home now. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and that 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 was one of the reasons uh, for them to move. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now you guys uh, leave boarding school and then your parents say, okay, we're going to Canada, mm -hmm. this new country, yeah. right? And India, I think, is good climate. It's nice weather there, right? I mean, where I'm from, I'm from the capital. Okay. Uh, it's New Delhi. Uh -huh. And uh, I mean, it's a lot different out there because yeah. um, 
from from different different parts of the country. Yeah. People tend to come to Delhi or like there's another place called Mumbai. Okay, I, um, I heard Mumbai. Um, so those are like the two most important places. Yeah, like um, like the capitals, kind of like downtown Toronto. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. the jobs are yeah. there. All mm-hmm. you know, the money is basically in in the capital yeah, or exactly. Mumbai, and then just a couple of other ma- major cities. Yeah. So it it just got so crowded out there that you know there's not. I mean, the traffic is really bad. Yeah. The commute f- for like a commute f- for a 10 minutes drive in Canada yeah. is like two hours in India. Yeah. <laughs> and the weather, of course, I yeah. mean, you know, uh, is, is, is a big, big challenge um, mm. in India where it's, I mean, it's very hot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, exactly. It reaches around 50 degrees in India. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've. No, yeah, yo, I'm from Ghana, man. So, <laughs> yeah, over there it's hot too, but, you know, I love the hot weather, but. Over here, it's kind of like uh, you have your your cold weather. Like, so I'm sure you guys never had no winter clothes or we anything like that. We never had winter. So, I'm, so I didn't <laughs> see snow before moving to Canada. So okay, it was like all everything was just new to us. Like, did, you know, did you did you like you loved it or like or I was mean, like oh man? First, this is too- I would say um, first two years it uh-huh. wasn't very com- like easy for us to adjust to the the weather, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually we we got used to it. Okay, uh, you know, obviously you have jackets and everything. Too. Yeah cover up and you know um so things like that um so when you moved here from from uh, india like your dad he, was he still doing a business in india or was or did he set up a business here or did he work here like how how what was the transition like how did you guys so basically um uh well coming back to like oh, how it started off mm-hmm. um we have my family's been in uh, business uh for centuries yeah right? um um, and that's all you know pretty much pretty much <laughs> so all the stuff that comes in and, and you know for me to for me to know what, what I know today is yeah. you know passed on from generations to generations mm-hmm. right? um, and um, uh, like back in India uh, my grandfather started off uh, a transportation business before that I mean I'm not too sure about my great-grandfathers what yeah. they were doing but from my grandfather it started off where um, he started off a transportation company mm-hmm. and um, it was it was running really really well mm-hmm. it was a very well-known um, name in, in the market they had they created a, uh, a very good name um, okay. in the market uh, where my grand uh, my grandfather started off with his brother um, and then I would say about 10 15 years after that when my father was ready um, he didn't really want to get into the family business. Okay. Uh, where, you know, I mean, we are all at that stage in our lives, right? We're yeah. like, no, we want to start. Yeah, you want to do your own. own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take yeah, over yeah, our family yeah, business. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah. your personal interest is not there, right? I mm. mean, um, and, and, and things like that. So um, my grandfather kind of like pushed my dad to get into it, but my dad was kind of like hesitant. Like, okay, yeah. It wasn't um, his thing, right? Yeah, it wasn't his thing. So he, around like the age of 18, 17, 18, um, he started learning some business of uh, uh, some uh, some store like uh, some some people who were selling. So basically, he wanted to get into uh, uh, manufacturing of okay. uh, cable wire. Okay. And um, to learn more about the business, I mean, he he was we, we, at that point. My grandfather was already very popular. Yeah. So. People knew yeah, who he was and okay, he had yeah, a good networking. Yeah, 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 but yeah. my dad wanted to go in and learn about the trade, like 
just nobody, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, rather yeah. than people saying, oh, he oh, is yeah, oh, this guy's family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, people would be hesitant mm. uh, to teach things, right? Yeah. They, they wouldn't be very open. And exactly. so my dad started off with, with that where, you know, uh, he he basically worked in a store, yeah. learning about how this how how basically the product is sold, mm-hmm. what are the consumers looking at, and you know just learning about the product and and the market, right? Yeah. And this was like seven at the age of 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So by the time he was ter- he turned 18, 19, uh, he he was very confident about you know his idea and how he wanted to get into manufacturing mm-hmm. uh, of this. Um, uh, Cable, cable wire. Yeah, and uh, so he borrowed some money from my grandfather and my uh, grandmother, mm-hmm. and he uh, basically he put out a factory. Okay. Uh, which was doing really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he made tons and tons of money. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, my grandfather was struggling uh, with his transportation business yeah. because he was expanding also rapidly at the same time, mm-hmm. and you know uh, he needed help. Yeah. So, uh, and at the same time, my dad was also facing some challenges uh, in terms of like, you know, receiving the payments from the client Uh, uh, and uh, uh, it wasn't on time and where a lot of traveling was involved for him. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was like, he was pretty much all over India when, when his product was getting sold out. Yeah. His target audience was pretty much all over India. Okay. Sorry, India. So, um, um, that's why, I mean, it was hard for him to like manage that part as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was making the money, but yeah. at the same time, too um, much of his time was involved. He was right? he was losing on the family. Yeah, like yeah the family yeah. time, the bonding mm-hmm. time that you need to have with your family. Yeah. So uh, he came back. Uh, he came back um, and helped my grandfather with his business. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was already like 20 years in the business for my grandfather. Okay. So my dad came in, and uh, I mean, with his knowledge and uh, you know, with his um, uh, vision. Um, he took it to the next level. Okay. Uh, where, let's say, my grandfather was making a hundred dollars a day, mm-hmm. uh, or a hundred dollars a truck. Yeah. You know, in transportation, uh, yeah. in the business. The truck, yeah. He was like times ten. Wow. <laughs> so you know, he was very smart with like you know, in in, in those business strategies. Yeah. And, you know, make making the business just you know grow to Run another level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how it started off. And then, uh, and know. he took that up. Is that what he was doing on, up until you guys moved to Canada or he, he so, got into anything? So after that, what he did was, um, after running the transportation business, he was getting such a good cash flow mm-hmm. that he, he was really passionate about real estate from day one. Okay. But, uh, you know, he didn't have the money at the early stage mm-hmm. to invest in real estate. Okay. Um, but then once he turned around like 20, 25, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, he was making good bucks, right? Okay. Especially from his previous business, he had made good money. Yeah. Um, and then also from the uh, transportation business, a lot of cash flow was coming in. Yeah. So he thought, you know, what do I do with this money? I mean, yeah, it's there. I'm sitting yeah, on yeah, 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 racks, yeah. what do I yeah. do? Like, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. So his, his friends and his, uh, uh, like our family friends were already, um, they were already in real estate mm-hmm. uh, where they were doing either investments or they were either, um, you know, uh, doing uh, uh, developments and stuff like that. Okay. So my dad got into it where, with, with a good chunk of money, okay. which he had saved up yeah, years from all and years, the business, right? uh, all the businesses and yeah. 
Um, he took that and then he started investing in real estate. Okay. Um, I mean, one thing that I've learned from my dad is, uh, and, and there's a saying, uh, you never, you should never wait to buy real estate. You should buy real estate and wait. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I mean, I I know the importance of that because yeah. my dad has uh, you know uh, built his portfolio around that. Yeah. Uh, and 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 you've seen the result of it. Of course, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, once that was all done, he started investing in real estate. Uh, he he took it to the next level after I would say ten years. And so what was he, what was he invested in, like homes? Like uh, so, he started off. Um, he he started off with uh, homes mm -hmm. uh, and and commercial stuff as well. Okay. Like mix of both the things. Okay. Uh, where he invested, I believe, in a couple of parcels of land, and okay. um, he he basically converted them into like commercial, uh, either commercial buildings or mm. either commercial uh, um, other stuff that he was running. He was running some. Businesses off his land as well. Okay, uh, yeah. Because when you buy the land, you have to maintain it or do something on yeah. it. So he was doing something so he put, on the land. He put something called way scale. Okay. Um, on some of his land. Okay. Where it was like, um, it was like it was paying him cash flow. Okay. Because he was running a transportation business. Yeah. Weighing scale oh, okay. was a necessity. On the land that he had. Exactly. Oh, okay. It was yeah, a necessity yeah, yeah, for yeah. trucks to be measured, like, you know, to, yeah. to, to make sure. Oh, yeah, for the certain weight, weight, for the exactly. yeah, yeah, so he put them on that land, the weight scale. Exactly, scale, which was closed nice, by nice, the nice, transportation, nice. like, you know, areas. And mm -hmm. um, he basically used that yeah. land for another venture okay, that goes back to the top of the visionary you know because exactly. not everyone will see that you know exactly. you see the land is okay no so one else he's can making money on nice. the appreciation uh, the val value of the land going yeah. up yeah. and at the same time he's uh running a business from it which is paying him cash flow mm. every every day pretty much nice nice right? um and uh, that's how it started off and then eventually got to uh, like he got full-fledged into real estate yeah uh while um Transportation business was also running on the side, mm -hmm. paying off you know the bills and everything, and that was kind of like cash coming in, uh -huh. and you know just paying off the bills. Uh -huh. So a bigger chunk was coming in from uh, from the real estate side, where a majority of it would just get saved up, and then you would save up, save up from a few properties, yeah. and then buy a big parcel of land, and then you know okay. develop it, sell it, and okay. then you know take out the cash again, and then put it into two different projects. Mm. Right? So that's how it, it mm. took off. Uh, basically for him yeah and even with you saying that right now it shows that you were probably you had an eye on your dad all the all this time because you know everything so yeah i'm sure it's like the whole same time while he was doing that it was mentoring you at the same time so uh, again i mean one thing is uh, i'm sure richard you can relate to that is your kids learn a lot from you yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. how you talk how you act how you are around people yeah. and they pick on those things yeah. so that was one thing that you know. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I learned from uh, was from my dad. Yeah. Um, uh, skipping the part where I was in boarding school, that was yeah. more for my more independent. Yeah, you know, independent like it yeah, was exactly. for us to like you know. Um, it, it was in a different way to help us in a different way. Of course, of course, right? of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, when we moved here, my dad was still running his business from back home, mm -hmm. so there was a lot of traveling involved and. Um, so it was just me, my dad, and sorry, it was me, my brother, and uh, my mom. Okay. Uh, that that were that were here in Canada, mm -hmm. and my dad would be just traveling back and forth um, between India and Canada. Nice. Because his business was still running there, and he didn't he didn't you know uh, just shut off anything. Yeah, of course. Because at the end of the day, that's what was the bills, right? And then when you came in, things were to be paid out, right? So 
Yeah, that's, that's okay. Weird. So he was going back and forth, and then you guys were here, right? And you guys live where? Like you guys live in a home, a house. Or? So how it started off is uh, uh, when we first came to Canada, mm -hmm. we lived in a basement. Okay. And, uh, I mean, um, we were never really embarrassed about it. Yeah. Because some people, I mean, especially coming from a good family. Yeah. Um, we we had our we had houses. Exactly. Uh, Over there, the people there know and everything there. like that. Yeah. And then you know, uh, servants that were serving us, mm -hmm. and you know, things like that. Like from that environment to yeah. like moving into a basement and like yeah. shoveling snow ourselves. Yeah. It was like you know something new to us. Yeah. But, but one thing that I learned from my dad was, uh, you know, if you have to do something, just do it, right? Mm. Like, uh, you know, given the situation we were in, yeah. um, I mean, we could not bring in a servant from India no, exactly. and buy a house here and just say, okay, you know what, we're going to still li live in that same yeah. lifestyle. Because it was unknown. You guys just came right in, exactly, no like, what's going on. Uh, we, but that's something that my dad has already like yeah. always taught us where you know to be humble and mm -hmm. adjust to the environment yeah like yeah. that's the most important thing yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if there's no chair to sit on and you're used to eating dinner on a chair yeah and, and a nice dining table mm -hmm. you gotta learn how to sit on the floor too yeah at, yeah, at some yeah, point in your true. life like yeah. you can't say you're always gonna be you're gonna always have that you know mindset that oh i'm always gonna be that oh yeah exactly because you know? if you're if you're thinking that way too and then if you get to that level and you get that little down yeah, then you, you'll be yeah you, change, yeah right? exactly like, and, and also yeah, so like, like in our case like yeah. from from having servants serving us food it, yeah uh, you know uh, having chefs making food for us uh -huh. to all of a sudden my mom cooking the food okay <laughs> and then we living in a basement yeah where you know we barely get sunlight right yeah, 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 so those yeah, were the days right yeah, i mean for sure. uh, we we never really bothered our dad about oh we want to live in a big mansion mm -hmm. move us out of here or nice, you know nice, even nice. though he could afford a home at that point but again like one of the things that i learned from him uh, during this this whole thing is mm -hmm. that um you should test the water test the water and don't test the water with what you Feed in, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, nice, um, nice, nice, nice. He wanted to test Canada. Test it. Yeah, okay, uh, makes sense. In a way where, like, analogy. does it make sense for him to move here, or mm -hmm. is, it, is it still yeah. better off than exactly. living in India? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we he he didn't he didn't buy a place and invested heavily all of a sudden. Right? Yeah. Um, he just wanted to test out that. I like, I, like, I like that analogy. Still test yeah, the water, you know. Just yeah, visualize. Yeah. You can see. You put your foot inside the water. Test it. See it. Yeah, if like, it's it nice. Make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for, yeah. For more for us for, to know, like, is it going to be worth for us to live here? Mm -hmm, um, mm. And and if we would be able to even adjust to this environment. Yeah. Right? Um, fortunately, we did, and nice. we, we loved it. We, I mean, it took us two years, I would say, to make that adjustment. Okay. We were fine. Two years. Here. So let's break down that two years. Right, because there no, there could be viewers and listeners that are, are are listening, and they are currently living in a basement apartment, right? Because you know, like, and, and that's the one thing that you know, a message I want to get across is that it's it's everything is a mindset, everything is awareness, consciousness. The information that you share, you know, can help someone go through that same transition mm -hmm. where they're in that basement. So that two years, talk to me about that. Okay, so two years, uh, my dad is still traveling back and forth. Um, my mom, she got a job. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she was working, I believe, at a grocery store. Um, and, uh, and me and my brother, we were still in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, I mean, we knew we weren't going to be in the basement forever. Yeah. Uh, because we had a little strong background from back home. Mm -hmm. 
but at the same time that kind of like motivated us to like for me and my brother to like do something uh, as well take things serious um, and much, take eh? things serious yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still young right yeah. you're still like of you want to be around your friends of and like, you know yeah, you have that yeah, mindset yeah. of doing business and all that yeah. stuff but um not i would say that two years but after that two years period where was more important in my life than than any or three years i would say okay um uh that then that two years mm. um we were trying to help our mom out here and there but then when I, uh, I I got to like the age of 17, 18, when I got my real estate, uh, sorry, when I got my uh, driver license, okay. I was able to, I, that was like the hustling time. Okay. So how I started off is like, I, uh, I remember we bought a truck, uh, a construction truck. Okay. Um, uh, and, and, and what my dad was doing, he was doing construction. He got into flipping. Okay. So he was doing that. And then at the same time, I was helping my dad out with, uh, with you know, construction sites and everything. Mm. Um, so flipping over here? Flipping over here. So, so he, he got a so, property. So, he, he, so basically he made that sh uh, decision of, okay, you know what? Now everything, it makes, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, uh, he, he ended up uh, buying his, so he didn't know about more about, he wanted to learn more about the businesses that were here. Yeah. But when he did the research, like everything was just, you know, so expensive. Like, you know, gas stations were like, you know they were out of the range yeah, and yeah. things like that so he's like what can i do like which i'm passionate about and at the same time i have some experience as well so construction mm. was something that came up okay and uh, at that time um you know he started off with uh buy, like he bought a f we bought our first home we were still living in the basement but we bought our home um, uh, for the investment purpose okay. to do the flip because mm -hmm. uh, you know once you have your business it, mm -hmm. business will buy you a exactly. home yeah, yeah, a yeah, home yeah, will yeah, not yeah, buy you business yeah, yeah, exactly, so that exactly. was my dad right yeah, like yeah, yeah. that I, he would wanted to start a business first mm -hmm. and um, a flipping business was probably the best decision that he made at that point okay where he had the experience and he had the knowledge mm -hmm. and he had the vision and you know I mean if you think of it like you could grow it to pretty much any level you want. You yeah. can flip hundred homes a year if you really want. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's no limitation in that business, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know that's that's what that's what uh, you know got us. Uh, so that's what uh, happened where he, he made that first first purchase. Okay. Um. Uh, so he had a he had a truck mm -hmm. uh, that he also bought um, for construction purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when you got your driver's license, right? That's when I had the driver's okay, license. Okay, okay, okay. So I was helping him out. Uh, me and my brother. So you were driving. You were pretty much the, the trash. You were driving. You were transferring material, okay, unloading, okay. loading trucks. Yeah. This is like crazy times, man, in my uh, life where you know it's like minus thirty, minus twenty. Okay. And you're like literally you're carrying stuff in your bare hands and uh -huh. moving the material out of the truck to the sites, right? Mm. And this is like hardcore labor stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So that was me and my brother doing doing that, okay. and with my with my dad, and like you know, um, and then. Uh, at the same time, what I did was, um, I also wanted to do something on my own. Okay. Like my dad, how he started off uh, with this factory yeah, business, yeah, exactly. uh, manufacturing business. I, I was like, you know what? I want to do something too, right? Yeah. So I, I, I saw, I saw some potential uh, with moving business, okay. uh, where you know people, people were looking to you know move from one place to the other, and yeah. and sometimes it was short moves where you know it wasn't a, 
big yeah you know big move where they're moving the whole house and uh-huh. sometimes they're people who look they're looking to move rental places and yeah so what i did is i put that truck to use and i okay. in the evening time when the work was done or some of the days when the work was done out of the construction truck yeah. i would take this you know truck and uh-huh. and find people who were looking to move okay and i'm just hustling man yeah. i'm like nice uh, i came to a point where i was making pretty good bucks like a thousand dollars a week nice nice, right? nice it turned nice, around nice, to be thousand nice. dollars a week and, mm-hmm. and then i just hired like two three people mm-hmm. and i would send out i would send them out Okay. Uh, with the truck. Nice. <laughs> and they're doing the job and I'm here just making five bills nice. a week. Right? Cash flow. So it's you like see that? the same thing what your dad did with the land. You see, you seen the land <laughs> and then he made something out of it, passed on to you, you had a truck and you made something more exactly. with it. Right? So, I mean, I, it, came, it came to a point where I was making like maybe $2,000 a month easily. Nice. Uh, and without even doing the physical work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was nice. just, you know, it was an auto mode where nice. things nice. were running on their own. So. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what happened, and then uh, at the same time, uh, um, around eighteen, nineteen, when mm-hmm. I was doing this this whole hustling <laughs> hustling <laughs> thing, moving, uh, uh, hustling movement, yeah. <laughs> um, my dad was uh, have, like he st- he was going and flipping business. Okay. So one of the challenges that he was facing was that um, uh, you know having an honest realtor mm. uh, because he got cheated off um, uh, two three two two realtors okay. um, uh, 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 you know when he was uh, basically mm-hmm. doing the flip where their personal interest came in the middle and mm-hmm. my dad lost few opportunities because of them because okay. like there was a there was a piece of there was a, a flipping project that my dad really wanted to buy but the realtor actually ended up buying it for himself. Oh, so he showed it to your dad probably. My dad said, let's put an offer, get the place. And then he kind of like cheated that way where, you know, he bought it for himself and then he was lying to my dad that no, like it's it's for someone else and this and that, right? So long story short, my dad's like, how can I, how, like he, he told me, then at that point he told me to get into real estate, Mm -hmm. told me to get my real estate license and um, I started. I started for it and got my license uh, mm. in. I would say in a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, basically started looking for flip flip homes for him. Oh, nice. At that point. Nice. Um, so that's how it started off. Okay. So your dad told you go get. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and, and it's like a family keeping in. So you and he knows that you have his best intentions. Exactly. In mind. At the yeah. end of the day, it's yeah. family business. Anyway, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, that's how it started off for me. Nice to get into the business okay. of real estate. Nice, nice, so, nice, nice, nice. A 19-year-old kid with the real estate license. I was very passionate about real estate anyways because mm. of my dad. Yeah. Uh, and being, you know, obviously coming from a family of like, you know, people are, yeah, and, yeah, you know, business people, people work for themselves yeah. and, and have, you know, work on their time, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, that's how it started off. For me to get into real estate okay so now now your dad's doing um his flips so he started the flips before you came in and then obviously now that you're a realtor you probably even have more you see more more opportunities to flip and things so it is so that is that how the flipping thing started so one to two so how did you get from so the one to the second was, to the third and it was i mean first project i remember he he didn't make a lot of money mm-hmm. But the experience he got from the first project was probably the most important uh, thing, uh, because some things you uh, some things you can't learn um, learn off um, you know uh, uh, you know based upon just spending money. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. You have to Sometimes it's it's other things as well yeah. that are that are part of it. So 
one of the things that my dad always tells me is that learn from other people's mistakes. But then he didn't have anyone to learn from. Mm. He, he didn't have anyone who was already flipping homes at that point and yeah. kind of like, you know, you know, learn from people's mistakes. Yeah. You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the mind assistance program, particularly the focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. So he had to he had to get into it yeah. to see what are the you know what are the strategies, what are the pros, what are the cons and mm-hmm. you know how a successful flip is done, right? Mm-hmm. So but first project, I mean because he, he he believed in numbers, yeah. He he didn't take a hit. He didn't take a loss. Okay. Uh, it was it was a profit. It wasn't much. Probably like a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah. I would say like five thousand dollars, not even maybe. Mm-hmm. But the experience that he that he got out of it was was huge. Okay. Um, and and for the people that are listening and don't know what a flip is, can you just go a little bit more detail with a flip? Yeah. Uh, so f- basically, flipping homes is, uh, you know. It's, it's like you buy a place, it could be either gutted out, you know, it needs renovations and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you come in, you buy it for the right price, yeah. you renovate it, and you sell it for the market value price. So, okay. and you, you walk away with the profit. Um, I will share uh, like a couple of strategies that we, um, we use or okay. that I would suggest people getting into this business nice. because it's, it's an amazing business to be in. Yeah. Um, uh, people who, are working in nine to five jobs can also do this. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's certain requirements that of course that you know come in. And, and of course, it's always good for you know them to have someone to hold their hand through the process. Like you said, your dad didn't have anybody, but you know, like you given at least insight or someone going to someone who's an expert or something like that and guide them through it. Then it makes it e- an easier experience, and then from there, obviously, they know more. Yeah. Right? But what's the turnaround time though? When you when you buy it, you renovate it, and you sell it with, like say that for example, that first one, you said you didn't make too much. But what was the turnaround time for when you bought it and then sold it? So the first project we did, it took us about I would say six months. Okay. Uh, because the timing was. We bought it in like November-ish time. Okay. And then finding the right people to work on the house was a challenge. Because winter time, right? Uh, yeah. Like not even that, because we were new in the business, so we didn't know who to trust. Oh, okay. Who are the renovators? Who yeah, do yeah. we go? Like who's the tile guy who's gonna fix the tiles? Okay. Who's the guy who's gonna yeah. make the basement? Who's the tile? You yeah. know, like all yeah, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't have a proper team. So first project, it took us about six months to, you know, um, uh, to work around the timeline, mm-hmm. um, but after that, once we we knew like um, the whole the you know the whole concept, yeah, um, it took us about like now it takes about roughly about three to four months for 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 okay. us to flip. Nice, 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 nice. But but you know each project is different, of course. So I've had I've had flips where I sold it literally a month. Okay. Or 15 days, I would say. Wow. Like from buying yeah. to renovation time 
to selling it and getting the money back. Like it wasn't even like more than I would say 20 days, 25 days max. Wow. So it all depends on the project that you pick. Yeah, so exactly. It, 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 I mean, there are projects which could take about a year mm -hmm. to finish depending on the work, but you could walk away with a good chunk of money, right? Yeah. Um, but it all depends. Each project is different. Mm -hmm. There's no set timeline for, but our target is usually three to four months. We need to like, get the place renovated and sell it out. Like, oh, three to four months, that's your timeline. That's, we try to go with that, yeah. that timeline. But someone, if it's their first time or something, you would say maybe five to six months or, or it, it doesn't, could, I guess it varies, right? It could take longer period of time for someone who doesn't know what they're doing, mm -hmm. uh, for them to figure out. But then one of the things that I'll suggest them do is that work with a professional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, don't, don't, like learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. So for example, we are already doing this business Mm. for over 10 years now yeah. um, and we know how it works yeah. Yeah. right so we know what are the what are the strategies what are the what are the points that you need to focus on yeah. um, and, and, and and you know yeah and guys, the profit. when you said work with a professional that's something that you know caught my attention as well because you said when you guys had the first uh, home you didn't know who does tiles you didn't know who does other things. So you were working with professionals. Cause I know some people when they do flips, they try to do it themselves, right? They try to do like the floor themselves, the tile themselves. So you guys from the beginning were looking for professionals. Explain that more, why, why is that? So one of the things that um, we believe in it, it with, with our Milani group is that we believe in quality mm -hmm. um, and the workmanship, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so quality has to be there, whether it's the product that you're, with the, whether it's with the material or whether it's the labor. Mm -hmm. uh, both of them have to be good in yep. order for you to get good get results. Because yep. uh -huh. if you end up spending, let's say, 10, 15, $20,000 on the rentals, yeah. and if not, they're not done professionally, mm. you won't get the money that, yeah, you, that exactly. you're looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there, yeah. there could be no profit. Yeah, it's, it's you could lose out on that profit, right? Mm -hmm. And these things, that, I mean, it pays off in the yeah. end, right? Like if you have a, someone professional doing the work versus mm -hmm. you trying yeah. to do the flooring, exactly. and yeah. it's like yeah. all over the place. And it's a noticeable difference. I know, yeah, for sure. People know, <laughs> yeah. and they, it, it could see, you could, you, could, you could end up actually losing more yeah. uh, that way. Because yeah. one, you might have to do that work again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The time you're losing to do that work because mm -hmm. you're spending double the time now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Doing it first time and doing it second, second time. time. Yeah. Right. And then the cost would go up because the materials is getting wasted. Right? Yeah. So all those things they, they matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, people people if the workmanship is there mm -hmm. and the like it, it, the work is good, people yeah. pay. Yeah. People pay for that. That's right? true. True. And so, translate. So that that's your tip on in, on working professional, which makes a lot of sense. You get professional work done. And then you're gonna get the best return from the professional work. 100%, definitely, definitely. 100%. Okay, so now you guys uh, talk to me because I know you said you had some tips. You had some tips that you wanted to share and things like that. So I want I want to give that information. And I'm actually soaking it in as well. You know, I'm I'm, I'm in the real estate industry. I've done dealt with flips. Mm -hmm. You know, for clients. You know, none personally. I have some investment properties, but not actual flips. So break it down to us. Like like share your information. So, so the most important thing I would say when it comes to like flipping homes um, is that work with an, work with an expert. Um, work with someone who already is doing this business or they have done it in the past and they have tons and tons of experience. Mm -hmm. Because experience, it matters. It, it yeah. matters in any field. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, you want to learn from the expert uh, where they have made those mistakes and you're learning off them mm -hmm. right so myself and my, my dad and my brother we, we, we are in the business of uh, especially working out sorry working with the um, uh, investors yeah. where you know uh, they could be either in, 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 in a different business yeah. and what we do is we're still doing flips for them and okay. making sure you know their projects are running good yeah. you know it's, it's basically their, their projects are running worry free yeah. whether they're at the side for them it's not. more just an investment in terms exactly. of the work and everything that's being done we behind the scenes you guys are exactly doing so, yeah. so most important thing I would say is work with an expert yeah. who knows what they're doing so finding the right real estate agent is yeah. probably the most important thing mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to flipping homes yeah um, second thing that I would personally say is that you got to know the numbers yeah you got to know the numbers when you sit down with your realtor you have to see what you have yeah and what you need so mm -hmm. for example what are the funds that you have mm -hmm. um, that you could play around with and what is actually what you need when it comes to flipping so mm -hmm. you know um, numbers have to you have to sit down with the realtor and go through the numbers that okay you know what I only have $100,000 to play around with mm. uh, can I do the flip yeah probably not because mm. you need the rental costs mm -hmm. you need the other stuff that needs to be paid out you know your closing costs yeah uh, and 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 there you know other tips and tricks that come in play where you know every single dollar matters when yeah. it comes to flipping mm -hmm. so a lot of people lose out on the uh, you know uh, on the on the uh, f at the beginning of the you know flip is where you know they put 10% down they're borrowing another 10% or you mm. know uh, other money from you know other yeah. sources and, and paying off heavy interest interest so yeah. Yeah. if yeah. you don't have the right amount from day one mm -hmm. it's not gonna work out it's yeah. not gonna be a profitable you know flip for it's you. not gonna yeah. be a profitable flip yeah. so numbers have to be right yeah and uh, third most important thing is um, I would say buying for the right price Mm -hmm. um, and again, your realtor plays a huge role yeah. when it comes to you know uh, buying it for the right price. So, mm -hmm. if a property is not worth what it's sh and, and you're paying a price for it, yeah, in the long run you're gonna you're, you're cutting down your profit, or you're either not gonna make any profit, or you're probably gonna take a hit. Yeah, from day one. Yeah. So your buying has to be right. Yeah, it has to be undervalued. Uh, where you have the room to play around with the numbers. Yeah. Uh, when when you, you know when you're ready to spend the money on onto the house, mm. on the rentals, um, you have to make sure it's going to cover up all that cost, plus your closing costs, plus your selling costs. Because a lot of people forget about okay, you know they they probably don't know what they're going to be paying at the end, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, there's realtor costs, there's yep. lawyer costs, mm -hmm. you know, and, and all that yeah, stuff. So, so you have to include all the fees, you know, everything. All, yeah. all that stuff has yeah. to be, uh, you know, I would say it has to be there. Um, so price is, is another third yeah. most important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, location is, I would say, also very important because you need to target a market where um, you need to target certain audience. Mm -hmm. So you need to see which which uh, home is is uh, good for flipping. So for example, uh, you have to see the demand. Yeah. Uh, so for example, in Brampton right now, uh, a semi-detached or a townhouse or even a, um, a detached home under 750, 800 yeah. is a very good uh, you know opportunity for people. You know that's what they're looking for to buy. Exactly. So yeah. you you, wanna, you don't want to go for a bigger project where there's less demand. Yeah, you exactly. have to go with the demand mm -hmm. projects. Like mm -hmm. people where 
they're looking to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know? That price point, yeah. yeah that yeah, price exactly. point. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, location and, and, and that, you know, yeah. goes hand that in hand. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. You're not targeting Lakeshore, Mississauga, mm-hmm. Norm Park, yeah. Port Credit, mm-hmm. where the homes are worth like two, three million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're going for those locations, yeah. you need much more money to play around with. Exactly. And, you know, it's just, the, uh, the, the as, as you get into that ball, like that there's price range, demand, yeah. There are less buyers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So go with the properties which are in highly demand, mm. right? Um, and f- I would say after that, having the right team mm-hmm. is another uh, main main thing. Okay. Where you have the renovators, you yeah. have the uh, right lawyers, mm-hmm. you have the mortgage people mm-hmm. in its place, right? Mm-hmm. Having basically the whole team. Yeah. Um, to make sure that your your processes, you know. Is, is, is done smooth, like everything is done smoothly, right? Mm-hmm. Like from buying to selling, yeah. you gotta make sure yeah. your team is the right team. For sure, and, right. and I will also add in like having uh, someone in, in that, in any of those fields helps. Like, you know, me, myself, you know, I have all of those like lawyers, mortgage brokers, I have those for my clients if they don't have already, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you do as well. So, you know, if you have a professional that you're working with, you know, see who their network is, but also obviously you want to make sure that you, you gel with whoever their network is course, as well, right? Of course, of um, Yeah, I mean, you know, having the right team mm-hmm. uh, is, is the key mm-hmm. for you to be also successful. Yeah. So when, it, when you come to us, Team yeah. Meglani, this is one of the things that we do, is yeah. we give a whole package. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, if you have the funds and everything, from the beginning, yeah. like, that's the most important thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. having the funds. Exactly. So if you have the funds, just leave it, everything on us. Yeah. We have the team. Yeah. We, we know the right projects, mm. where to invest. And, 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 you know, one of the things that people make mistake when it comes to flipping is that they jump too quickly on projects, mm-hmm. not knowing these things. Yeah. They think, oh, it's a good opportunity. It's under market value. Yeah. And when it comes to selling, they're, they're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, we messed up. Like, yeah. you know, it's not the you know, it's not the right price. So, sixth most important thing is, you gotta know the number where you're gonna sell it for. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta do the research. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, that yeah. what is the potential mm-hmm. price mm-hmm. you could get from the home? Yeah. Uh, when you when you eventually you know put it up in the market because you want to make sure that you're 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 comparable to all the all the current current homes uh, during the time you put it up for sale. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're all around you know in that you're range, all yeah. in that range, yeah, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's how you would basically get the profit out. Nice. So nice. price is, yeah. is at the beginning is the most important exactly. thing. Exactly. You know, location. So you guys sit down with your clients and you show them all the numbers from the beginning so they know, okay, they know what to expect. Exactly. Coming in and going out, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, after almost 100 homes that we have done, probably done more than that um, mm-hmm. uh, because my dad was also doing flips back home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, the, the experience, it matters. Of course. And I've seen a lot of even realtors get into it and they fail. Yeah. Because they don't have the proper knowledge to even, they think, oh, it's a great deal. Mm-hmm. And they buy it, but then they look at it and they're like, okay, you know what? We messed up. We overspent the yeah. money on the house and now the value of the property, like, is not there. Mm-hmm. Because it, they spent so much that, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, your home is going to sell around whatever is the is the genuine price of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, people lose a lot of money in this business mm. if they don't know what they're doing, if they don't know who to who to go with, if they don't have the right team. Yeah, these are the most important things. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. No, it's it's true because your realtor plays a very big role. Yeah. Uh, if if you're thinking about flipping homes, 
because most important job is of the realtor exactly finding the right price and you know yeah. if they have these people to give you that's a bonus yeah but buying it for the right price from the beginning is yeah. the most important thing yeah 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 uh, right. when it comes to flip no for sure for sure and even talking about um the team right because you know i'm sure everybody has gone through experience where they, they met with a contractor and the contractor either did a, a poor job or they left the job or, mm. you know, and, you know, they, they, they had somewhere they never fully finished, you know, the work, exactly. right? So having the realtor and the experience probably go, has gone through uh, certain people that uh, do the rentals. Like, I know me, I have my go-to guy who I know if I refer, he's going to get a good exactly. job done, right? So I'm sure you guys have a team like that as so well, So right? obviously it took us about 10 years to, you know, create, because the amount of flips that we're doing, we can't just rely on one team. Yeah. So we have multiple teams that are working for us at nice, this point nice. where, um, you know, we, whether it's our own projects mm -hmm. or if it's for, for our clients, mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we make sure that, you know, we have a couple of teams available yeah. um, uh, because how we work is the speed. Yeah. Right? You asked yeah. me, the, the, you know, the time that it takes for a flip, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, at that day when we make that purchase, yeah. um, we, we already line up people to be coming in and, and making sure that you know, they're lined up as soon as the closing is done. Yeah. Half, half of the stuff is like already done from the time it's the house is closed. Yeah. A week, pretty much, like yeah. seven days, yeah. all the demolition, everything is, everything is done. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, the whole nice. place is like ready to be just, you know. Okay, so ready to be nice. Speed is the key yeah, when it comes yeah, to yeah, like, yeah, 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 for my dad especially, because nice. the longer you're holding the property, the more it's costing you, exactly. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's another thing, uh, you know, that you need to you need to make sure. Yeah, um, exactly, the speed, right? And, and, and then uh, again, you, you mentioned about, you know, uh, having the right team. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's what we have done in the past where we have over the 10 years that we're in the business, we mm -hmm. have uh, have set up multiple teams okay. uh, to take care of. So when it comes to the renovations, like how do you know what needs to be done? Like, you know, because obviously, you know, we, we know key parts are like the kitchen, the bathroom and stuff like that. But I'm just saying like, when you go inside a, a home and you have your project, do you guys strip the whole house? Do you guys just look at key parts of the house? Like, honestly, it, it, it depends um, it depends on each project. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily where each project needs to be done. Like, you know, everything needs to be fixed in the place. Like mm -hmm. for example, we, put, we picked up this project, like I think five years ago, it was a semi-detached. Literally we spent about $10,000 and we walked away with a good chunk of oh, money. Oh, for, okay. So <laughs> it doesn't have to be right. Where what was, what was needed in that house? If, if you just expect Honestly, that. nothing. Because we bought it for the right purchase price. Okay. All we did was we put pot lights in. Okay. We did some of the backsplash. Okay. And um, I, I believe deep cleaning of the house. Okay. Um, I think we barely spent like five, ten thousand. Like I think wow. barely spent ten thousand okay. in the house. And nice. uh, that was like not even. It took us like literally a couple of days to get it renovated and put it back in the market. Oh wow. We walked away with a good chunk of money, right? Okay. Uh, so. That goes back to the numbers, right? It, it, it goes back to the numbers and it goes back to not every project needs everything. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to sometimes change the kitchen mm -hmm. and the washrooms and mm -hmm. all those things. If you bought it for the right price yeah. and if, you, if you're giving it even at the livable condition, yeah. where people can see themselves living in, yeah. you don't need to spend crazy 
amount of money. Okay, okay, okay. That's right? good. That's good. But obviously, the the purchasing, the closing, all those costs. You have to have those costs underway, like you know. Hundred percent. That's like the that's like exactly. the most important thing that we do that, that we we do at the beginning stage, because mm-hmm. you don't want to end up in a situation where they 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 have to get money from another source, yeah, yeah, and it's them costing them money. additional money, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's the homework that we do from the beginning. That you know what you need set amount of funds from day one, mm-hmm. and if you don't have those funds, we don't get them in the business mm-hmm. because. You know, we don't want them to end up in a situation where they're gonna take a loss because everybody works hard for their money, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you have to make sure that um, you know these people who are getting into the business, they have the funds to get into it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They need yeah, a yeah. set amount of money yeah. to be in the business mm-hmm, uh, and, mm-hmm. and and be in the game. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. No, no, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for you know expanding that information because. Right now, and even in these times, you know, with COVID, we see, you know, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, right? So, mm-hmm. like, let's say for the person that wants to flip right now, mm-hmm. right? But then they're hesitant. Like, would you say, okay, do you wait or do you go? See, I mean, if you look at the graph, nobody has really lost money when it comes to real estate. If you look, look at the graph from 10 years, mm-hmm. people who bought it on 10 years ago, their property value is not the same as today's, right? Yeah. So, people who wait, uh, to buy real estate are always going to be losers. Mm-hmm. Um, you should not wait to buy real estate. Uh, you should buy real estate and wait because mm-hmm. that's where you know. If you look at all the billionaires in the world, what do they do? Like, yeah. they have assets. They have mm-hmm. physical, you know, assets where they own piece of pieces of land. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, so don't 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 wait. Regardless of what the situation you're seeing, exactly. Is, right? I mean, people are talking about COVID and exactly. all that stuff. People at the end of the day, you still need a home. Home, exactly. To live in, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, you you're never gonna lose. You're never gonna lose in real estate. Okay. Uh, you know, if you buy it today and hundred years from now, do you think the prices are gonna be the same? No. Never. Exactly. You're always gonna you're always gonna walk away with a good chunk of money in real estate. So, a um, couple of tips that and, and advice that I would would probably say. Uh, to the people who are probably getting into uh, flipping business or whether any business in general yeah is that um, one thing that that in my life that I realized is that having a mentor was mm-hmm. really important mm-hmm. because uh, a mentor can you know guide you from his experience and give you that motivation and you know all those things mm-hmm. uh, so like fortunately it was my dad yeah so uh, I learned a lot of things from him uh-huh. but make sure you have someone you know who you can look up to and and learn and you know uh, who who you can you know who, who's basically your you know your guide yeah give you guidance and stuff, guidance right? throughout right so um, because I know with the with the mentor thing there are some people who want to get a mentor they want to find a mentor but you you're in a fortunate situation where, where, where it was your dad mm-hmm. but what about someone who doesn't have you know a figure that's so close to them but they are seeking that knowledge like see well, mentor could be doesn't have to be someone from your family right mm-hmm. it could be someone that you look up to. It could be, you know, in a company where you're working, maybe you have a really good boss that you can learn stuff yeah. off, right? Yeah. That, that, that person could be a mentor, mm-hmm. um, you know. Because wherever it, it is it, that you have your interest. If, if you don't, if you don't, yeah. if you can't find someone in, in person, mm-hmm. um, you could always look at motivational videos yeah. and yeah. online mentors exactly. that, are, exactly. that are there yeah, to no, kind of like sure. guide you through, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, for sure. That's, that's what it all comes down to. Again, 
going back to you know the mental and, and, and the map book that's what it's about it's about the mind it's about awareness it's about consciousness so even reading books can be mentors like exactly. you know like uh, in exactly. all you know all these things I mean. exactly like, for sure yeah um and then uh, other thing people usually are you know they're scared of competition they are they're like okay you know what someone is already doing it how am mm -hmm. i going to do it you know i mean we had when we got into the business uh, there were already people doing it before us, mm -hmm. uh, but we were never really scared of the competition. So, yeah, because we always believed in our own product and yeah. our own strategies and our own, you know, mm -hmm. um, work ethics. Yeah, that you know, comp like my dad never really thought of there was any competition for us. Exactly. exactly. So don't think of it that you know, uh, there there is don't don't be scared of competition. Yeah. Don't exactly. let those things. Uh, scare you, yeah, and, scary, yeah, was, and and not make you that you know not not get you to make that move. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Um, no, it's true because people people look for reasons, you know, why they shouldn't start, right? It's but like it, all their mind that they're playing with. Exactly, Honestly, if you no, look at it, it's, it's just their mind, mind telling them, "Oh, don't go there, or don't do this," because exactly. there's already people doing it. Like exactly. you know, when I got into real estate, people were like, "Oh, why would you get into real estate? Everybody's in it." Like, yeah, you know. And I was like, I mean, that's like. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do it too. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I wasn't really like, okay, there could yeah. be hundred realtors selling homes right now, but I'm different. I'm, exactly. I'm better than them. Like yep. having that mindset was one of the most important things too, right? For sure. Um, also, and now you even have special. You specialize. You specialize with flipping. Of course, I'm sure you do other types of real estate, but you're an expert in the flipping, right? So now right. when people are thinking flipping, you know, then they have you in mind, right? Because you actually grow exactly. your awareness in the, in that field, right? Exactly. Also, you know, I'm, I'm just sharing some of the other. Oh, thanks, man. Well. No, I appreciate it, man. That's We're, what the wife talks I about. I picked on these things along yeah. the way. Um, is that um, be selfish? To be honest, be selfish. Where um, when it comes to you know, let's say if you have some work to do, mm -hmm. and your friends are calling you, or you know, you have people telling you, "Oh, let's hang out," and this, be selfish during that time, mm -hmm. and 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 tell them, you know what, I'm busy. Yeah, you know. Make sure your work is your priority, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and 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 you know, being selfish is okay yeah. when it comes to you know as long as it's it's bringing you some benefit to yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, like yeah. you would have people. Oh, you, I've had friends where they're like, oh, how come we ne we never see you? Yeah, we 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 have we're having a party on the weekend. You never yeah. came up and this yeah. and that. And I'm just like I was busy, <laughs> I was right? And 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 because that's more more important to me because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some money off there, yeah, exactly. and it's gonna help me. Yeah. It's gonna help my bank account, right? Exactly, exactly. If I was spending that time hanging out and wasting my time yeah. doing things, you know, yeah. it, 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 doing things which doesn't make sense, it's not bringing anything to me. Why would I? Why would I do things like that, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you do need time to yourself and of your course. friends and everything. Of I course. mean, everybody does, but sometimes you have to, you know, be selfish yeah, and yeah, make yeah, that yeah. decision that you know what. I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. I'm gonna work on a project or you know yeah. make these extra phone calls yeah. and you know get more clients in and you know show exactly. these houses to this client. You know like things like that. For right? sure. For sure. Um, and get used to being rejected. I don't know why people are scared of getting rejected. Mm -hmm. um, and and they think oh you know rejection is like the end. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm failed in life. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do anything after this. Right. Yeah, uh -huh. So it's okay to be rejected. It's yeah. okay to you know. Make mistakes and things like that, right? Um, there's there's a saying about do what you love, mm -hmm. right? And you have, uh, but I personally believe you you should do what you love, but at the same time, 
sometimes you have to do things which you hate. Mm -hmm. Like for example, uh, like you have to hate and then you, you get results. Yeah, yeah. So what, what I mean by that is, let's say for example, you know, you want six pack abs, yeah. you want a nice, you know, buffed yeah. up body, yeah. right? What do you do? You work hard. Yeah, exactly. Like you gotta you, sacrifice. You, you gotta sacrifice. Yeah, you gotta yeah. work hard. You gotta go out, run. Yeah. You know, make sure you burn enough calories. You're yeah. lifting weight, all that. Yeah. That's all. You're going through that pain process, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which I'm sure nobody loves. Yeah, of course. Nobody loves yeah, doing yeah. going through that pain process. Mm -hmm. But you the know, results they love. It's it's like you hate that process, yeah, but yeah. but the results they bring in. Yeah, exactly. It is you know how how you're like okay, you know what. I finally achieved something. Exactly. I exactly. worked so hard yeah. uh, that I went out every morning, five, five mm -hmm. in the morning, running out. Yeah. You know, and then I finally lost twenty pounds. Yeah. My shirts are finally fitting. You know? Yeah. The yeah, yeah. feeling that you get, right? So, yeah. um, it's like so you, know, you, have to, off, right? you have to do things, but you hate sometimes. Exactly. No, I get um, you. And and I personally think nine to five is a scam. It's like um. Mm. I I I would the best way to put a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Is is like it's like quicksand. Mm. It's like quicksand. So people are just kind of like they step on the quicksand. Yeah. And they're just kind of like trying to stay trying to, <laughs> survive. Trying to survive. They're, yeah, they're yeah, like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, you know, it's like they're yeah. on their toes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I think of mm. nine to five is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a way where people are stuck in quicksand and yeah. they, they don't get out. Like yeah. it's like they never get out their whole lives. No, for sure. They work 40, 50 years, yeah. you know, starting from 18 age to like 50, 60, whatever the retirement yeah. age is, yeah, right? 65, they work, they work all those years mm -hmm. and then they finally, you know, they're like, we never got to enjoy our lives. Yeah. We just died, right? Like it's yeah. just, they never had, they never saved up enough money. They probably just have one house yeah. that, you know, just, they, they just made and you know those things because nine to five is is a way where once you're stuck in it yeah. it's hard to get out exactly and people who get out are the people who make the big bucks uh -huh. they make their lifestyles are better mm -hmm. they're much more happier mm -hmm. um you know and and they don't have anyone to like answer they don't have a boss they don't have you yeah. know like you gotta get out of that quicksand, man. Yeah, like that's no, for sure. But at the same time, because you know, there, there are people are on all different kinds of levels, right? Um, it's like like you had your dad as a mentor who and and a, a family a line of people who are running businesses, right? But not everyone's in that situation where they could run a business. They don't have no experience of business. It's like. A completely new world to them. So they're working nine to five right now. But but see, they want to. Do their own business they want to get into the business but they, they're too but scared to try it that's mm -hmm. another thing richard you got to mm -hmm. realize is that people people are not they know how they i'm pretty sure you have friends who who have they're passionate about starting up a business yeah but they're not doing it mm -hmm. they just have it in their mind mm -hmm. they're not really taking any actions for yeah. it right yeah. and what's happening is their time is just passing by yeah. year after year mm -hmm. you know months after months years after year right? yeah. it's like they're not making a move, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you gotta make that move. I know yeah. it's, it could be challenging. It yeah. could be. It could put you in a diff difficult situation. Of course. But trust me, it's gonna be worth it in the end. Like oh, if, yeah, if yeah, once you sure. break through it. So for sure, <laughs> I, I, I have some. I call the three working steps. You know, so you know, you you work for someone, right? And then you work for yourself, mm -hmm. and then you work with others, 
right? So those are like the three steps. So most people are on that first step, you know, where they're working for someone, right? And you're getting that pay, right? But, you know, it's, it's important to figure out a way to have that pay come in to leverage you to make more money, you know? And in this case, a flip is a good, a, a good opportunity, right? But for them to get, like say that nine to five person that's working nine to five, for them to get that first flip, right? Like, you know, they, uh, that transition. Saving. The huh? first, at the beginning of our video. Uh, comes to saving, you, right? Comes to saving. Mm -hmm. You gotta save up from the beginning, yeah. right? In order so that's a tip that you right now, you would say right now, start saving, start saving some money to get you out exactly. of that, out of that nine to five exactly. situation. Start putting some money. How be saving. It doesn't even have to be just for this business. You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the mind assistance program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. It could be pretty much for any other business too. Yeah. Let's say you want to start off a, a barber shop. Of course. Right? Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. start off another business, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, you want to open up a mechanic shop. Like, you know, you need to mm -hmm. save up, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, if you don't have the funds to start off, yeah. like how are you going to, how are you going to start off that business? Right? Because mm -hmm. if you, if you, if you look at, if you look at majority of the people, they're stuck in two areas, whether they're look, they're either have nine to five jobs, yeah. just the regular jobs. Yeah. Right. And then there's another area that they're stuck in is, I would say, uh, a higher paying, uh, I would still say they're still, uh, you know, a, a, a limited growth areas. Like for example, if you're a doctor, mm -hmm. you're, let's say you're the best doctor, mm -hmm. you would probably make half a million, whatever, you know, amount that you're gonna make. Mm -hmm. But then people need to know there's different, two different areas as well, where, you know, you could make bigger chunk of money yeah. where you could be investor. Exactly. Because investor makes the most am yeah, amount of, of money, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, putting, they're putting money to work, right? right? Yeah, they're putting yeah. their money to work. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who have businesses which are like 500 plus people employed in there, right? Mm -hmm. So those are the people making the majority of the money yeah. versus where people like, majority of the people like to go yeah. is, oh, I need to just find a really good job. Yeah which pays me hundred thousand dollars. I'm happy yeah. like, with that. You're never going to get to the next level yeah, exactly. of making, mm. you know, bigger chunk of money. Exactly. You exactly. have to, to get to that stage, you have to do something different. Yeah. You Pretty know? much. You don't use all uh, the money that you're earning. Don't use it all for yourself. Put money as, uh, Put aside money for other things, right? Exactly. So if you're making, if you're making a hundred grand a year, Right, and you say, okay, 100 grand a year. Say, so, yo, okay, from this 100, I want to put aside a certain amount so I can go get a property, mm -hmm. or I want to put this money aside so I can go start my business or whatever. And then you could have that grow, yeah. and as that grows, then you alleviate more of your time. Exactly. Right? No, for sure. Thank you for those tips. And I want to, I, I want to actually go into because you know wealth, and one thing that we really want to emphasize within Create Wealth Network is, you know, wealth is not only financial wealth. You know, wealth is well-being. 
right? And one thing that I noticed from you uh, throughout this whole uh, wealth talk that we've been having is you've been talking about your dad a lot. You've been talking about your brother a lot, right? So like relationships. I want you to go uh, and uh, like tell me more about how important your relationships are because you know this obviously has a lot to do with everything else that you do. Like it has a lot to do even with your financial aspect and in, in, in wealth and stuff, right? So talk to me more about your relationships. So I personally think your family plays uh, one of the most important roles for uh, for your growth because if you're not mentally stable you won't survive right uh, so having the right like having the family um, uh, you know to motivate you and at the same time uh, they need to be on the same mindset as you so for example I get my energy from my dad okay like he's like you know, he's like son to me yeah. that I'm getting all the energy from him. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. You know, uh, like he, he's like a son and I'm just taking his energy mm -hmm. and, and you, you know, I'm the moon. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like no, I get you. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, his mentality, like his strategies and everything is what I've learned from. And um, he has brought me up uh, to that stage where, you know, I'm... Um, I have the mindset that I have today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, your family has to be on the same level when it comes to like, you know, uh, uh, for you to grow. Yeah. Right. And how's that relationship like? Like, is he, is he like straightforward to you or does he, uh, like, you know, is he, is he like, a, does he have come with a soft approach or like, how, like how's I mean, his approach? Like, what, like for you to really like change learn? from okay. time to time. Okay. So at the beginning, I mean, when you're a kid, you mm -hmm. know, Sometimes you may, you're making a mistake and then they're kind of like harsh, like they're yeah. a little hard on you. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, it's, I think personally, I think sometimes it's good to be hard on your kids. Mm -hmm. Honestly, some people I've seen, they're like, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to touch them. We're yeah. not going to tell them anything. And it's like, you know, yeah. that way, like if you're like that, it's like, you're kind of spoiling your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're going to, their mind is going to grow into that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like you were so, saying, you and your brother were going in with the concrete bags inside. Like he had you guys doing the labor yeah, like work. He, yeah, he would be like, you know, you wake up, like yeah, get up, yeah, we're yeah, gonna go work, right? Yeah, 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 and it's like six, seven in the morning. Sometimes we're at Home Depot shopping, and I'm me and my brother. We're just yawning, we're <laughs> sleeping, right? We're yeah. sleeping in the car and just. But now you do that automatically. No one's waking you up. You yeah, have like, that like, so mental thing having saying, that, Yo. having that yeah. phase, like you know, mm. where you need sometimes to. Your parents, because parents mm -hmm. play a very big role mm -hmm. um, in your life, right? Because mm -hmm. you were around them most of the time and you learn from them. Yeah. So. And yeah. what about your brother? Because you talk about him a lot as well. Like, you guys, would you say that you guys. He's a very hardworking guy, man. Nice, nice. Probably he works harder than me. Oh, yeah? Okay, so he can <laughs> feed off that energy, but, right? But his hard work is like, his, he believes in physical hard work. Yeah. Uh, where, okay. you know, he's doing physical stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, for me, it's more like mental. mental yeah. I like I like to do things which are done, like I try to find solution to a problem where it's like done the most easiest way, yeah. where I don't even need to be there. <laughs> I'm like the lazy guy, but then I try to find the solutions that way. Oh, nice, where nice. like, you know, I'm I'm working for my brain. Yeah, right? like, of okay, course. If they're, like for example, when I give you an example of, um, my uh, uh, moving business that I started off with. Yeah. So I was making five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars just off these two guys that I was paying hundred dollars each, or okay. not even. 
yeah. $80 each and yeah. I was still making a good chunk of money yeah. while I was doing other things with it. Right? Yeah, exactly. So like, that's what I, okay, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's me. Nice, nice. Where like I could, I could turn things into auto mode and I believe in mm. auto automation. Like, you mm. know, you let them run on their own yeah. and you're making the money or your work is just getting done on its own. Exactly. Right? exactly. Like, that's like, uh, especially when it comes to money too, like yeah. where in flipping or like other stuff like investments, mm. your money is working for you, whether you're sleeping, whether you're, you know, whether you're awake, like your money is still just, uh, you know, working for you. No, for uh, sure. That, that's Thank what I believe. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much, Drew. No problem. I appreciate this is wall talk. And you're definitely going to have you come back as well. You know, get, get more tips and, and tricks. But if you can't just share, like, how, how do people reach out to you? How do they get your information, your email, your what, Instagram or whatever? Like, you know. Sure. Uh, so you could, um, you could follow Look at me. that camera right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or here, or here. So uh, my name is Drov Meglani. And uh, you can reach out to me at 647-401-4699. Um, I, I, I am a real estate broker, so if you're looking to either buy or sell, um, I can definitely help you out. Um, and whether you're trying to get into a flipping business, uh, we do have the experience and the knowledge. And uh, if you would like to learn more about it, uh, you can give me a call, 647-401-4699. Uh, um, my Instagram page is druv.miglani, so you could follow up, uh, me, me, you know, I, I tend to like post a lot of information there as well. Nice, nice. Even this um, good content you've been sharing with yeah, us. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely share it with yeah, you know, on the as well. Well, yeah. Thank you very much. You know, this is Wall Talk, our first episode, Drew. You know, right now we're in COVID, so we're not shaking, but I wave to you and I thank you <laughs> very much, man. Thanks for coming. I appreciate no it, man. Take All care. Right. Thank All you so right. much, guys. Take care. All right.